Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. It's time to address the issues that impact your lives and keep you from being who you were meant to be. Ladies, are you still hiding behind yourself or issues you just don't want to face? It's time to face them. I am here to help you face those issues holding you back. It's time to face those small fears and make big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me for episode number 22. Today, we're going to be talking about the smear campaign and his flying monkeys. A smear campaign is an effort to damage or call into question someone's reputation by propounding negative propaganda. Common targets are public officials, politicians, and ex-spouses. So there we go. When you leave a narcissist or a person with narcissistic tendencies, first of all, it takes forever. And then when you finally get out there, you get your name dragged through the mud. When a toxic person can no longer control you, he will find ways to control the things and people that surround you. First time I heard about this was through a picture I received on Facebook many years ago. It was text written on a whiteboard and it said, when a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you and misinformation will feel unfair but stay above it, trusting that people will eventually see the truth just like you did. And then I realized that was exactly what was happening to me at that time. He will make sure that your friends and families know how crazy, unbalanced, manipulative, and bad you are. He will strike first and he will strike hard. You may not even see this coming. He may have even seemed like he was okay with the decision after you left. You thought that he was going to want you back and maybe do the right things to try and convince you, but it goes the opposite direction. I remember when this happened to me. It seemed that he was okay with the decision. And even though he was not all right with the breakup, he seemed to have understood that I had tried every trick in the book and this relationship was still not working. And what he was bringing to the table was too little, too late. I knew it was not what he wanted, but what I didn't see coming was the smear campaign. The people around him, including some of my family members, oh yeah, which took me by total surprise. They started to believe things that he was saying about me. He had tied them to things that had happened in the past, attitudes of mine, fights we'd had. He was making people think that I was the bad one because of the way he twisted everything around. The worst part of it all was the face he made. He was a strong-willed man and he had a very strong character and the way he was playing the victim could have fooled just anybody. He started with the next door neighbors. Thank God I moved out of there fast. You really have to be the lowest of the low to actually involve your children. They can even take it this far. Mine even asked my eight-year-old at the time if I was behind closed doors with my new boyfriend doing drugs. Do you have any idea how many days it took me to talk to him about drugs, what they are, what they do, how bad they are, that they're illegal, yada, yada, yada. And let me tell you, this happens even when he's still trying to get a reconciliation. He still wants you back, but he wants to preserve his superior self-image. His greatest fear is to have his insecurities be exposed. This is the way the smear campaign goes. Number one, they sprinkled it with the truth. 
like I told you before, he will use what is true or what others already know or have seen to make his story believable. So he'll sprinkle something in there that was true and then he will twist it around with his lies. Number two, he will use insinuations. He will make himself sound innocent and saying that someone else told him something that has made him worried. He may say how much he's tried to help you, but it's been of no use or no help at all. Number three, he will say it to your face. He will use anything that ever made you vulnerable and he will use it against you. He will also mix and match it with lies and truths and figure out how to drag your name and reputation through the mud. Number four, it's ongoing. It can go on as long as he deems necessary. You may be shocked at the lengths that he will go to and who he will reach. But you must be wondering, who does he target? Because my people are my people, right? Not necessarily. He can target friends by making remarks to see who will be sympathetic to him. And then he would take that as if he's gotten permission from these friends to be more open to them and then start talking about you. He will escalate these remarks slowly and your reaction to this will let them know that he was right. He can move in to the family. He wants to separate you from your family, especially if they don't like him. He will start with you against them as if they are attacking your relationship and then he will go after them, but he will keep digging for things to use against you. All he wants is to keep you away from them. He'll keep adding space between you and there you lose your support system and are left all alone. He can also reach people at your workplace, bosses and all. If he feels threatened by your job, he will try to make things up to make you feel uncomfortable at work or could even reach out to your superiors and work from within. He will also access your neighbors. Neighbors are very close and it's very easy to be someone inside the home and be somebody outside of the home. Here he can use his theatrics. He can do something inside of the house and then act an opposite way inside of the house. He can instigate you and have you come outside so the neighbors can see you. No one saw what happened inside the house. They only saw your crazy self following him outside to start an argument. He can even take this to court. He'll make it harder by going back and forth with demands and or paperwork. Mine wanted 50% custody of my son. He worked Tuesday to Sunday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. If it wasn't for his new wife at the time, he could have never managed it. He didn't have the time, but the judge wanted me to suffer because he thought I was the kind of mother that uses a child against his father. No regards for the child whatsoever, but that's a story for another day. My smear campaign got even harder when I asked for more child support. Me being as self-sufficient as I have always been, I did not want to ask him for anything else. But ladies, we didn't get into parenthood alone. And this is not about you. This is about your child and what she or he deserves and or needs. It's not fair that you deny your child what is theirs because your pride or your sense of self is bigger. No, you have to understand that no matter the type of man that you chose to be the other parent, because as bad as it stings or it hurts, we chose this person. I am included in this. It is also their responsibility to provide. Whether this parent wants to be there or not for the child, that is not even the question. But it is their duty to provide for this child. 
never feel ashamed or think that this is about you. It's not. Even if he wants to make you believe that you're making it about you, it's not. Even if he makes this part of the smear campaign, it doesn't matter. You ask for what your child is entitled to, and it's different for all of us. But you know what you need for your child, and you should fight for it. Sorry for the rant, but I felt in my heart that I needed to send this message. Well, back to the smear campaign. During the smear campaign and our court proceedings, he sat there and he lied his face off. My problem was that my lawyer could have done more, but also the judge was not believing me. He was eating up his story. She was all for him because of his victim face and, wait for it, my resting bitch face. Oh yes, I didn't even know what that was. Then I remembered that people at work meetings always ask me, are you mad? I was just paying attention and apparently when I'm interested in something or paying attention to somebody else talking attentively, I have what is called a resting bitch face. And between his face that he wouldn't hurt a fly and my resting face, that was the kickoff. That's all the judge read, his face and my face, because his smear campaign was so big, there was no way I could have gotten past it. How do I know this? Well, let me tell you another quick story. During our court proceedings, there was this one question being asked regarding my son's school. He wanted my son at the other school because it was closer to his house, even though he never took him or picked him up. I finally moved him where he was supposed to be according to my address because he was living with me at the time. He said he could not tell which was the better school. Still, he was sent back to the old school after the year ended with no evidence whatsoever. Then he manipulated my kid so it seemed that he was doing what the kid wanted and the kid wanted to go back to his old school. He hurt him a lot in this process and it is to get back at you, no regards, who they're dragging along the way. Now, I want to talk to you about flying monkeys. Have you heard of this before, flying monkeys? I hadn't heard of it before, but I started digging into it because I feel like, in my case, I know exactly who the flying monkeys were. This name came from the movie The Wizard of Oz. It's a fairly old movie. The Wicked Witch of the West uses her flying monkeys to carry her evil deeds while she sat back and watched. This is exactly what they do. Oh girl, they are drunk, a narc, Kool-Aid. I read that somewhere. thought it sounded cool. Who could it be? It could be anyone that believes the narcissist's fake persona. They are then manipulated into believing the smears. When he can get someone else to do his dirty work, his hands remain clean and he can continue to gaslight you and others, he will tell you that he is not the problem. When he uses his flying monkeys, then something called triangulation occurs. Triangulation is when a third party is used to communicate between the two of you. He will use this flying monkey to communicate with you. This way, he can manipulate the communication with you and also use this person to belittle you. They are truly blinded by this manipulation and have no thoughts of their own at this point. They inflict torment by spying, gossiping, threatening, telling stories of the narcissist being the victim. They pretend the narcissist isn't even involved in the smear campaign and they have no idea that they're being used most of the time. 
Just like any other villain, he makes them to be his scapegoats when and if he needs it. Even working under the narcissist, they get the satisfaction from the chaos they have created. Take these attacks seriously, because he counts on these as ruining your reputation. The sooner you can distance yourself from them, the sooner you will step away from your abuser's pool. They can't mess with your mind if you don't let them. I know this is totally not fair to you at all. I have been there. I have lived through it. But when it comes down to the bottom line, it doesn't matter what other people think. First of all, you have to love yourself enough to value yourself over anyone's opinion of you. They don't pay your bills. You left this relationship because you were not being treated as the queen that you are or how you deserved to be treated. That is the truth. You are being mistreated and devalued and you deserve respect. Keep walking. Don't try to defend yourself. They are not going to see it. They are being manipulated by the same person that had been manipulating you all this time. If you can't stay away, try to make friends and have them meet the real you. I'm sure by now that his new wife knows that I'm not the crazy person that he had made me out to be. Move on. Be happy. Stay away from all this drama. It will die out and these people will not be part of your new life. Even if they are family members, keep the conversation on something else and do not allow mentions of his words or actions. Place a healthy boundary and have it separate the relationship they have with him from the relationship you have with them. If they are happy being friends with the narcissist, your abuser, and they are your family member, the relationship they have with the abuser and the relationship they have with you is totally separate. They don't have to be bringing that back in, especially after a lot of time has passed. I deal with two people from my family that were part of the smear campaign. And even though everything is fine now, they're still part of it. I don't know if they will ever admit to it, especially if they ever hear this episode. But they never liked them when we were together. And all of a sudden, when the smear campaign hit, they were all for him and they were all against me. How that happens in somebody's mind with a close family member I have no idea, but my belief is that my family members also have narcissistic tendencies and therefore they were pulled in by this behavior and the actions of this other person. It seemed familiar to them and they were just pulled in. I have since then dealt with them and my, my conversations with them are cut short. Some of the times there's arguments involved from which I try to pull out and just disconnect. Surprisingly, everything has worked out for the better. I even have a better relationship with him now as it's been already six years. These relationships harm us in ways that we can't even see. And that is why when we leave the relationships, we say, I feel broken. When you leave these type of relationships, they have broken you down in such a way that they have attacked everything that you believed in. The first thing that goes away is your self-love. You start hating on yourself because of what he's put you through, because you accepted this, and you start hating on yourself because of everything that he's brainwashed you, gaslit you, manipulated you into all these years, months, weeks, however long you were with him. And in the same manner, the first thing that you have to do to build yourself back up again is find yourself love. Everything stems from finding self-love. 
and I have created a free guide regarding self-love. If you're worried that you don't love yourself the way that you, you think you were supposed to, this would be your first step to getting back up, to building yourself up. You need to start building your self-love and everything else will go from there. I help women move on from having been in a toxic relationship, build better lives and feel better about themselves. You can do anything if you believe. You've heard this before. I know you have. But first, you have to believe in you. If you don't believe in you, nothing else can come of that. To download the free guide, you can go to RaquelColina.com. Three tips. I will put this information in the show notes. You can go to RaquelColina.com forward slash 22. You will let me tell you there are three tips, but there's also some work to be done because I can't tell you one, two, three, and it's done. You need to put in a little work. We can do anything we set our minds to, but we have to start working with our minds first. I hope that this has served you and you have learned from this. If you know anybody that could use this information, anybody that could be in an abusive, toxic relationship and is not aware, please send them the episodes. We need to help lift each other up. If you've been in a toxic relationship and you know somebody that could be struggling, let them know, point them this way, give them the link, show them the podcast. Anything that you can do to help another woman will probably save another woman at some point. It has been a pleasure being with you here today. As always, thank you so much for joining us. And remember that you can share this episode with your friends and family. You can subscribe so you can get notifications when the next episode is up. And you can also review the show so you can help us reach more people. Thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye.